0: Welcome to episode 13 of the Unfortunate Diehards podcast, hashtag Jace Howerluck on the Ottawa Senators. Uh, welcome.
1: Hashtag Matt Sandin. Never heard of him. Hashtag Matt Sandin.
0: Never heard of him welcome back to the podcast thanks for tuning in guys uh today we're going to talk about our teams obviously ottawa toronto washington talk about what's going on in the league uh some players have been lighting up some player or some teams sorry have gone on some big winning streaks and big losing streaks uh, that may include some of our teams um we're going to talk about um we're going to play some games actually sorry that we have in store and then we're going to have a head-to-head and we're going to talk about what we've been up to too Omar, what have you been up to the past week or so?
1: Vegetation.
0: You're a plant. <laughs> oh, you're smoking wheat?
1: No. <laughs> no. Uh, definitely not that. Right? Definitely not that. Definitely. Okay. Uh, just uh, watching the leaves kick some ass this week. That's what I've been doing.
0: Kick some behind. Yes. Yeah. For demonetized now.
2: Were we ever monetized? <laughs> Not yet, actually. Not yet. Coming soon. Watch out for ads. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I think um, um, what we've all been up to this week is watching a lot of the World Cup. Yeah, the FIFA World, World Cup. Cup. Um, unfortunately, Canada couldn't make it through the group stages, but valiant effort from Fortunately, the boys. Fortunately, we scored a goal. We scored a goal. And we, can score three. more. We witnessed a Precisely. piece of history. Yes. We witnessed a piece of history still. Mm-hmm. Canada with the first goal in the World Cup. Um, yeah, it's cool but that it's, our
0: best player scored it, even though they played forward first, but they're usually a defender.
1: So. Yeah. It's, um, we need them a
0: forward to score. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it was cool. It was four cool four seeing four. that Canadian national anthem before the game starts at a, at a FIFA World Cup. That's something new. Um, and it's, you know, the FIFA World Cup, regardless of who's in it, it's always entertaining. But to have a team that you, hundred like, percent, to have Canada in it to a team like you truly back, like you know, yeah, I like watching Argentina because I want to see Messi win. I like watching Portugal because I want to see Ronaldo win. I like watching their games uh, cause I the games because they're good teams. But Ronaldo sucks. No, okay, no, he doesn't. But watching having Canada, having Canada in the World Cup, to a team that you can actually like, actually cheer for, that was something cool.
0: Well, it's cool because like so many people I know are watching the World Cup. Yes, for Canada, but also just because they're like, oh, that was like pretty entertaining. And then they're watching us like, I'm the only person in my household that played soccer for more than like two years. Yeah. And my dad and stepmom are up at eight in the morning watching the Iran, like Australia game or something and screaming at the top of their lungs when someone's scoring. I'm like, guys, it's 10 a.m. What the heck? They're like on a grind. Like my dad wants to literally start a pool. To randomly get a team to win and we win or lose money i'm like dad you're so into this he's never played soccer (laughs) so like it's it's very cool seeing like the success that canadian soccer has had in the past couple years with the women's team winning with canada qualifying uh, to make the world cup which you know these are things that you know five years ago it was like oh canada's never good enough to make it um, but it's cool having these, like, generational talent or talents on the different teams. And, um, you know, it, it gets more people into the sport in general, whether, um, you know, more people are just going to watch the World Cup next time, regardless of Canada makes it or not. No, we're
1: automatically we're in automatically next time. Yeah.
0: Are we actually? Yes.
2: We're hosting.
1: It's North American hosted. So Canada, yeah. Mexico, and USA are, are automatics.
0: Oh, nice. Yeah. I love this. Hopefully we get, like, a less scary group I <laughs> forgot that Croatia like was the runner-up last time Croatia like, was the final yeah so uh, yeah. everyone was talking about how and we like, got the second highest ranked team if you're going by ranked so we got Belgium and I mean I know Belgium hasn't played that well but like
2: team, yeah, yeah but Belgium see
1: Belgium t- isn't as good as you know the 2018 or even the 2014 World Cup that they were and Belgium didn't Belgium didn't you know they still had like De Bruyne and stuff but they didn't have Lukaku playing either so going in like yeah Belgium was still like oh, it's a, it's a tough team but Croatia was like I think the toughest team in that group for us. Uh, the game showed it itself, but like I mean, generally two Before Croatia is the toughest team in that group.
0: Yeah, and um, we'll we'll talk more about this later on, just because we'll get to some hockey, because I know that's what we're here for. Um, mm-hmm. So Sufi, we'll we'll start with you, and uh, how have you been? You know, perceiving the Caps play over the past week or so.
2: Uh, it's totally different with Oshi back. He's been back since he g- came back, like right after the podcast last one. We're two in one since the only one that we lost was against the Devils, and we outplayed them like crazy. But our old goalie shut us down, and Jack Hughes scored a hat trick. Uh, Ovechkin had eight shots that game and no points. Uh, now he has two goals on two shots today. So, and uh, as Omer, I showed him the pregame uh, tunnel thing that they do every g- every game and. Since oshi has been back, that tunnel's been very electric, so when Wilson comes back in December and now we get Orlov back too, we're going to start uh, hopefully pumping out some wins. We're definitely looking a lot better even just with, with just Oshi back in our lineup. So, uh, And also, uh, Sonny Milano, I've talked about with you guys a lot, uh, well, mostly me talking, you guys listening, but I'm um, very surprised he wasn't picked up by anyone, and I think that we're just reaping the benefits now because... He could have been a th- good third liner on, like, <laughs> a ton of teams. Like, I think that either one of your teams probably could have used him. Um, even the teams that passed on one, their PTOs with, like, Calgary and stuff, they could have used him too. So very happy with how he's been, and uh, I'm excited to see where this goes. Kemper's, always, Kemper's still been good. You know, he's still goals uh, saved above average. He's still in the top ten, so I'm happy with that. Uh, He has a few goals that he lets in there. Kind of questionable, but all in all, he plays pretty good. Uh, Yeah, so generally, even a sub below 500 uh, record won't get me down. Because if we don't make the playoffs, then Ovechkin still gets past Howe, and we get Bedard, so it's all good. (laughs) (laughs) Or Michkov. More likely Michkov. Yeah, you have the first pick,
0: you go Michkov.
2: No, no, if we get the first pick, we'll trade down to two, (laughs) and then we'll take Michkov. (laughs) Which seems like what they would do anyway. So, yeah.
0: And Omar, you said you were watching a lot of dominating Leafs hockey. Care to elaborate?
1: Well, the November Leafs are back. Same story as last year. What was I talking about all through October? Just chill, just chill. Um, no, it's been, yeah, they've been playing some good hockey. Um, it's been surprising just because, obviously, we have nineteen million dollars on the uh, LTIR with Morgan Riley, Jake Muzzin, and. Now Jamie Ben also gone Jamie? and uh, not Jamie Ben.
0: Oh my uh, gosh! How would you I fit that, that in the co- the cal- Sorry, the order, sap? the
1: order is Morgan Riley, um, Jake Muzzin, T.J. Brody, and most recently Brody now even Jordy Muzz. Ben. Um, Brody over Riley. Sure, yeah. But anyway, um, it's been so going into these games, especially playing New Jersey, um, then going into <laughs> you know the three disallowed goals. All three should not have counted, of course. <laughs> the
2: other two shouldn't have counted. The first one was okay.
1: Um, the, uh, the first one was fine. Yeah, not That's funny. But anyway, having them actually, you know, I think it, led, it, it, it goes to show what we were talking about in the last episode where they're just, their team defense has really picked it up. So as a group, as a unit, all five are really helping out um, in the defensive zone. And you've got your Matthews and Moner and Tavares and Nealander, who are going to get their chances and score goals, it's going to happen. So if you can manage the defensive side of the puck, which they've been doing, a decent job of, as a as five-man I'm unit sure. back there, yeah.
2: Their decor looks like an AHL decor, and they're still performing the same defensively. Yeah, as a five-man coaching. unit,
1: that's coaching. That's coaching, and that's where I got to give props to Sheldon Keith because um, Sufi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, we we know it's coaching. We talked about it last week, no, but no. Um, yeah. he d- he knows what he's doing when it comes to getting. All of them to buy into a system that they need to play to be successful, and these guys know. See, I think it's different from when they maybe w- from when they were in early in their careers, but now they know that you know if they get their chances, they're gonna bury them uh, because they're skilled players. So handle your stuff on the defensive, end. look at Marner, seventeen game point streak, about to about to reach the likes of Daryl Sittler Next game, if he can hit one more he's point, he's playing
2: amazing. Yep, yeah. and he's not playing with Matthews.
1: He's not playing with Matthews. This is Tavares, Marner, and. Um, well, it's been Kerfoot for a while. The last game, they've changed it to a couple games. Days. It it's doesn't been... even matter who plays on those lines. Yeah. It's just but right now, it's Yarn Croak.
2: Sick. Kelly. <laughs> <Cali. laughs> name who who's in their bottom six, if I'm being honest. Like, I know Engval's in there somewhere. He Camp. Might be in the top six.
0: Yarn Croak, sometimes. Kerfoot, sometimes. Yeah. Engval,
2: sometimes.
0: Uh, Zach Aston
2: Reese. Yeah. Uh, Simmons, Nick sometimes. Robertson yeah. sometimes, yeah. Nick Kyle Robertson Clifford sometimes. sometimes. <laughs> it's basically just a rotating. Oh, uh, like Malgin. oh
0: my Um Dennis Guys, Malgin. I'm a diehard Leafs fan. Yeah. Apparently,
2: so you, you just named like eight thousand players up. Play there. not there like a, a <laughs> Lander? Like there is Hol- a Lander.
0: Holland. Hol- I think it starts with an N. Yeah. Oh, ho- Holland? No, N-
1: There's a There's a Hollowell. And no. there is a uh, Hoglander. No, Hoglander, Hoglander is I what Vancouver. Name. Hoglander. Um, uh, what's his name again? Uh,
0: I picked him to score one day on Tim
1: Horton. Ha- um, ho- I'm, I know his name, I'm blanking. Who cares, man? They have a lot. Of Anyways, yeah, no one cares podcast. about this guy. Sorry, yeah. please
0: come on our podcast.
2: Um, <laughs> yeah. What? Okay.
1: I'm. Um, I'm just thinking about his name. But anyway, yeah, they've been. Yeah, it's they been good well. hockey. Let Let's see if they can. I mean the they still missing key guys so you know we're gonna see how, how much they continue this how much matt murray can matt murray's been playing well how much is matt murray gonna continue playing well how, how much is he gonna play without getting injured
2: yeah how long is that you knee gonna hold up yeah the so
1: lots of questions still there but uh for the for the main for the most part right now we're one of the top five teams in the league as, as expected
0: does it worry you that your top defenders are out and you're doing the same or better like would you does it worry you in the sense of like you're paying a lot of money to like brody muzzin riley and you're getting similar results out of a lot of different cheaper options like do you think that that's something they kind of weigh and maybe they dump muzzin or something and try to um get something else
1: no i don't worry about that because we're 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 not we don't have a sample size big enough to be like hey look the I, 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 it's pretty naive to say that oh look we've won four or five in a row whatever it is and without what's like, that like what's <laughs> but it's pretty naive to say that just because you've we've won a chunk of games without some key guys that those guys are replaceable or just dis, like you can dismiss them um, because I think that's a dangerous dangerous thought process to get into because it's like oh look we're winning without but you know there comes a time when you need them. And there comes a time when, despite what you know, how Riley's been this season, there comes a time when you need a Riley. There comes a time when you need his puck movement. You need. Well, his. you could get another
0: Riley. I, I heard Mike Riley's available. Does <laughs> Riley have a goal this year? I don't
2: think so. Yeah, he has a goal. Does
1: he? Yeah, I don't know how many, but he has he has one at least. I don't know how many he has. Curious. He's on my fantasy team. Um, someone like TJ. Some see right now, they're hanging in there. But we have to remember, we're getting some. We're getting some not expected goaltending from Matt Murray, we're I'd say. He has
2: 16 assists and no goals.
1: He has no goals, okay. Um, so we're getting some very unexpected play from Matt Murray right now. We got some unexpected play from Ilya Samsonov. We're getting some but unexpected I think that's play what, from Eric
2: Shalgren.
0: I think that's what you, you you do expect. You expect times where they're going to look great, and you're going to have times probably when they don't look great. Yeah, you're exactly. Kind of just
2: hoping that they happen at different times. You know? yeah. Like That was the same with Washington last year during the regular season. Samsonov and Vanacek kind of just alternated being bad and it eventually was good until the playoffs when you can not really do that see so. there's this
1: mindset that teams like I, I'm like all teams I think get into this mindset but I've noticed a lot with the Leafs especially like when they have key guys out they're like you know they'll really pull together you're like whoa I didn't yeah, know they had together. this in them right like yeah, they, have a, they have a winning record without Matthews in the lineup like Every time he's gone, That's we're like, That's why you oh, should let him walk. By you know? subtraction. <laughs> no, but it's, you know, they, they I think they they have a pretty good record. Not just a winning, but I think it's a pretty good record without him in the lineup, if I'm not mistaken. But, and like, they've already, Tavares steps up, you know, everyone steps up and like, fills a spot. But are, are we going to say, Oh, if we leave Matthews out, we're going to win? Like, hell
2: no. <laughs> it's, like, it's like Pittsburgh without Crosby or, or Pittsburgh without Hawkins. Yeah. As long as you have one of them, it usually ends up being fine.
1: Exactly, yeah. So, I mean, it's win by committee. And that's uh, that's what Sheldon Keith preaches, and that's what's working.
2: Actually, they're even winning without both of them in the lineup at one point. Yes. And then it was just Gensel and Rust. Yeah. Yeah, they
0: lit yeah. up Ottawa. Like Evan Rodriguez had like two bar down goals back to back in the third. Was...
1: But this is the Leafs. It's um, when you expect them to not play well, they're gonna, you're gonna they're gonna surprise you and be like, oh wow. And when you have hope or you expect them to do good, that's when they're like, haha, you thought. That's when
2: your goalies become. <laughs>
1: yeah. <Hey, gosh. laughs> <laughs> but how about your sense? Two wins in a row?
2: Yeah. So, the, wait, I, bro, you, you remember the Ian Mendez thing where he was like, all oh, this road trip. Oh, yeah, alive? thank you
0: for uh, yeah. the positive feedback on that, guys. We really appreciate Ian coming. Yeah. And, um, yeah, we, if you haven't heard it, you can go back and listen to our most recent episode, episode 12. And, uh, yeah, we had Ian
2: Mendez on. Half him. an
1: hour in, Ian Mendez talks about the sense, talks yeah. about many things. His like what he wants
2: for Christmas. <laughs> yeah. That was an unintentional plug, but I'll take it. Uh, he said it was a big road trip, and then they ended up splitting, didn't they? It was two like and two, <laughs> two and two. <laughs> so I, I I don't know. Do kinda, you call it that? It st- just I, remains status I, quo, but I think there's there's some positives, but it just doesn't do anything in terms of like. Well,
1: standpoint. they go in and they get demolished by um San Jose and who was it? San Jose and um Las Vegas. Las Vegas five one each, right? And then that. and then they.
2: But is is Ottawa really in the position where they want to have, like, these moral wins or, like, little wins where it's like, oh, we split, but these are just positives? I think the whole point of that road trip was that, okay, we need to go winning record here so we can make moves towards being higher up in the standings, which I don't think that did much for that, per se. But I don't know. I don't. It depends on what your expectations are of playoffs and stuff like that.
0: Well, we should ask the Sens fan on the panel. Okay, well, I think um, that was a
2: question, but I just didn't put a question in it.
0: Um, so Ottawa, like I had said before, um, hadn't lost by technically more than one goal, if you don't include empty net goals, before the San Jose game, I think, because that was the first game of I think it was San Jose, then Vegas. Regardless. But then they like got blown out twice in a row, and I stayed up to watch all of those games, and I was very sad. Um excuse me sorry so it's like it was interesting in the sense of like okay we're getting blown out now like and it looks like and even if we like San Jose for example we were playing really well but they scored like three in the first and they had like eight shots or like 10 shots something like that like we just like had chance after chance and didn't score and then they'd get three, four good chances in the period and score almost all of them. And it was just, like, so demoralizing. Like, as a fan for the team, I'm sure, like, it was just really frustrating. And then Vegas is just a wagon. Um, so Anaheim was our, okay, this is a team you can beat. They, like, don't even win in regulation. Like, this is a very winnable game. And they
2: think the Rangers in regulation, did not they? Ottawa? Ducks.
0: Uh, I, I think that was think so. one
2: regulation. That was hilarious. Yeah. Anyways.
0: And um so I don't know it was it was like I'm not going to say they like totally outplayed like I think Ottawa did play well but Cam Talbot has been really good recently. Um he's made some crazy saves and wins and losses and like just it was kind of like the Craig Anderson thing like he wasn't outstanding especially like someone who doesn't watch a lot of Ottawa games, but he gave them a chance to win by making like key saves. Like there'd be a breakaway and we're up by one or there's a two on one in the third and we're up by two and it's the start of the third. Like if they score momentum switching and he'd make those saves and which was huge because we weren't getting those. So it was great because he had a really good game and Anaheim was like all over us at some points. Um, Like, for five, six, seven-minute stretches. Um, But it was great to see, like, good goal-tending and that kind of giving us a chance to win. And we scored five goals, which hadn't happened in a while. We scored one goal in back-to-back games. Um, So, then going to the L.A. game, Ottawa, in my opinion, outplayed L.A. by a lot. Ottawa gives up. Like, Ottawa will dominate and get, like, a lot of really high-danger chances and won't score. And then we'll like, we'll just be like, have the puck for, like, four minutes. They'll have it for one, two, and then we'll get it for another four. And they'll score on their one to two minutes, and we won't score on ours. Which is really frustrating. Um, but the power plays looked good. And in L.A., I thought we played outplayed them. Um, Arthur Kaliev just has a great shot. <laughs> and, um, That's insane. Yeah, and so, it was nice. Like, it looked like a whole different team. Like, it, they looked like, okay, we can win again. Like, after beating Anaheim. And then... That overtime Giroud goal with that Stutzel pass—I thought Shabbat gave away the puck, and then Stutzel like got it, did a spin, and then just chucked it up the ice And classic Giroud goal, like leaning one way, cutting back the other. Um, so obviously, like I'm not. Oh my gosh, we're making the playoffs now. Um, but it was it was like I think those four games it was like a low lo- lowest low, and. Now the team's, like, getting their confidence back. They just looked like a whole different team, which was great. And I think getting Shabbat back, they have been playing him a lot. Like, I think they had one game where they kind of played Sanderson and Shabbat equally, or pretty close to it. I think that was maybe a bit better of a recipe. Um, But, like, you know, we're playing the Rangers, LA, coming up. Um,
1: Rangers are going to be tough.
0: Yeah, Rangers are going to be tough. But, you know, I think... With confidence, this team can do really well. Like, I think they could have a ton of streaky scores. Like, De Brinkett could score two tomorrow, and that wouldn't surprise anyone here. You know, like, he has six goals. Like, it's not a lot, but, you know, we're hoping for the best. So, um, Just
2: hope he play Halak in New York. He doesn't have
0: a win yet. All right. Well, I hope I play Halak. Yeah. Um,
2: I forgot what I was going to say.
0: Yeah, I thought that was like you could you could definitely take a positive from that rogue trip, in my opinion. So, um, yeah, I mean, you s-
1: you split it after two pretty bad first games, um, so you really it it is a bounce back.
2: Mm. I know what I was gonna say. Uh, something Mark Matha pointed out, and actually Ryan Dube pointed out was uh, Ottawa takes a ridiculous amount of penalties, and like. Minor penalties, like penalties that don't really need to happen. It's true, actually, and in the games I've seen of them. Yeah it's, yeah, it's hurting them a lot. Like, not because even if the other team doesn't score on a power play, it just reduces the amount of offense you put up because you're not going to score shorthanded goals all the time and you don't have uh, one-year offensive weapons from shorthanded times either. So, um, who also is probably not going to play. Any actually, him role. and
0: Connor Brown both yeah, exactly. would just like remember there was like this advanced analytic Connor Brown and Formington had like the highest danger chances shorthanded of anyone in the league with the lowest finishing Yeah, it was like
2: hilarious they still like led the league in shorthanded goals or something it was regardless they take way too many penalties and like maybe that'll help them get more wins and stuff but I think that's generally just like a coaching discipline thing as I go back to uh, coaching as well um so i think that again as much as i reiterate this on this on this podcast as much as i possibly can until someone in the upper management of ottawa hears me uh dj smith needs to go and now it's not even just defense that's an issue it's player discipline that's an issue because it's not like this is one or two games where they've had a lot of penalties it's every other game they're getting a crazy amount of penalties and they, it's hard to for them to climb out of that and the L.A. game should have been theirs for the taking yep. if they didn't uh, give Arthur Calley of the chance to get those two great shots off because he's otherwise not very effective. So if they can button that down uh, under their new coaching, then I think they'll uh, at least be somewhere near the playoffs. Because it's like, I don't know how you coach that, but there's definitely teams that you've seen where you've seen a flip in how many penalties they take just based off uh, – uh, their coaching, because if you see Winnipeg, they were like one of the most heavily penalized teams for years under Paul Maurice, and uh, now they've changed their coach, and you have—I'm—I'm—I'm uh, guessing—they're not taking as many penalties anymore because it's not a thing that you hear about them. And it's basically the same players for that same amount of time in in Winnipeg. So um, I'm curious to see where that goes, but I don't anticipate going anywhere this year. I
0: actually have two things to add, so I'm going to say them both so I don't forget them, so you can remind me. So. Uh, it's gonna be about dump-ins and goals against. So I was talking to my dad actually, cause watching, oh, I don't remember which game it was, but auto on the power play used to never be able, able even to get it in the offensive zone. Now they're really good at it because they have people like Giroux, Stutzel, Batherson, even Shabbat. Sanderson, Like, people with really good hands. I'd say Kachuk's kind of like that, but he's not as quick as those guys and, like, shifty. Yeah, um, you're usually getting the puck on the break-in anyway. He'll get it along the wall, but yeah. he won't, like, be the one, like, kind of sifting up the middle. Um, but, oh my gosh, on five-on-five play, Ottawa dumps the puck, like, an unreasonable amount. In my opinion, you have people like that. Like, Debrink Batherson, Stutzel's Rue, like, people with, like... Really good hands, like by NHL standards. Like, hold on to the puck more. I think Ottawa dumps it so much, and I think that is definitely like a DJ Smith. That's a coaching thing. That's yeah, it's a hundred percent a coaching thing, and I think it's Babcock coaching if, thing. And he's if, if Babcock you had player. people like if you were on <laughs> Philadelphia right now, you know they don't have a very strong team, but they work so hard, fork checking whatever. But Ottawa has so much skill, especially up front, and with like. Offensively gifted defensemen hold on to the puck because they're going up the ice and they're just dumping it in, and then these skill guys have to go into the corner and fight the like top pair defensemen. And they're just going to lose the battle, like, half the time at least.
2: Stutzel's going to butt someone in the head with his, uh, no. with his stick, you know? Sens
1: play the stretch pass dumping game. That's but that's not...
0: Like, with the personnel they have, that's not the kind of game they should be it's playing. And all. it's something I realized recently. And it's really frustrating to watch because they'll have, like, a three-on-three rush up the middle. You guys can cut, like, stick handle probably and not give it away, like, 60 to 65% of the time probably. And go with it. But dumping it in is probably like a 50-50. If that, it's probably you're losing it more often than not. So it's just really frustrating that, like, you know, you have all these skilled players. Like, I watch other teams. Like, who are we playing recently? It, was, it wasn't LA. It was the uh, Anaheim game. Even the Ducks. Man. And they let Zegers and Terry just carry it up and kind of do what they want and create a play off the rush where Ottawa's dumping it in unless they have an odd man rush, which is really frustrating for me.
1: See, we, we were right now... In my opinion, in, in the NHL, it's if your team has skill, the game today is a puck possession game.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. So look at uh, even Montreal with Suzuki. Exactly. So
1: if you've got yeah. a top six that has skill and that can score, you're not dumping and chasing. It, but that's the thing. Yeah. Like
0: it, it's it's I, on other teams, it may be their top six carries it in, their bottom six, or even their first line can carry it in. But Ottawa, it's like. All right, we're rolling all four lines. We all have to dump it in. We're all equal here. It's like, yeah, it's, uh, you have yeah. people... Like, Stutzel, in my opinion, so shifty. It's, like, hilarious how he'll, like, shake off a, def- a defender when he's, like, in his own zone or something. like, And it's successful, like, 9 out of 10 times, if not, like, 19 out of 20. And it's just so, like frustrating when you're seeing him and you're like oh he has a lane oh he's just dumping it in now and then there goes Parker Kelly into the corner all they've made a pass and they're back our way so it's like frustrating because we get like shots but not off of like rushes where I feel like we could be a
2: really good rush team you guys are a good rush team when you create those chances right so yeah
0: so you you gotta
1: let your you gotta let your top two lines especially when they have the skill like the Sens do you gotta let them play Mm -hmm. and that's what when like letting like
0: what did, what, imagine Mike, Bruce Boudreau as a Sens head coach. Imagine Mike, Stutzel would have like seventy points by now.
1: Imagine Mike, like Mike Sullivan, when he went to Pittsburgh. What did he do? He's like, I'm gonna let you play. I'm just gonna let you play. You're Crosby and you're Malkin. I'm not here to tell you what to do on offense. Just go play.
2: That was the same with Trotts, bro. With yeah. Washington and like the only team that ever told uh, the only coach in, in Caps tenure that told them to not do that was Dale Hunter, and we didn't make the playoffs. Yeah. And every other year we made the playoffs because the coach was like, okay, like we have Ovechkin, Backstrom. Cause that's all. Like these guys shouldn't be dumping it in. Like no, maybe Ovi, and he's just gonna. It
1: shouldn't someone, be. But. I mean, see, that's it's the it's the stubbornness of a game like that. Like I mean, that that is uh, the reason I said Mike Babcock is because DJ Smith is literally, you know, his it literally comes from him, and this is literally <laughs> this is literally what Babcock did in Toronto. It was like dump and chase. It's like no, there's Austin Matthews, there's Mitch Marta, there's William. there's no dump and chase game here, man. <laughs>
0: it is just frustrating Yeah, Um, but I'll move on from that I just hope that like if and when Ottawa gets a new head coach um, they kind of let those big boys run with it Um, something else I was looking at is goals against again so uh, Ottawa's 29th in the league right now or something like that with a minus 5 goals against average or 6 something like that and LA is was 10th before Ottawa beat them Uh, now it's like 11th or something with a minus four goals differential. And it it is interesting. I'm not saying, like, because so many people, like, I understand, like, Ottawa will probably not make the playoffs or even maybe push. But I still think it's actually possible mathematically. Because Montreal, who's in 18th, has, like, 23 points or something, 24 points, and Ottawa has 17. L.A. has played 24 games. Ottawa's played 21 And L.A. has 27 points. So hypothetically, if Ottawa were to win their next three games, or like three games more than L.A., they'd be up to uh, 23 points, which is four points off the essentially like more or less a top 10 team because they're tied for eighth, but they're ranked 11th or whatever. Um, So I'm not saying like, oh, guys, you know, this is the turnaround after two wins. Um, But I think people like, this is just Canadian hockey markets. It's like, Oh, you win two games in a row, everyone's like, oh my gosh, we're trending upwards, it's going to be great, and we you lose two games in a row, everyone's like, oh my gosh, what's wrong? We have to find the issue. Um, but I think it's like, I think people are giving up way too early. Like, I don't think necessarily we're going to make the playoffs, obviously, like I said, but I still think we can push teams like Buffalo, Detroit, Montreal that are ahead of us. Uh, especially if we can get rolling, if Josh Norris can get back eventually, um, and we figure out that we can not dump the puck in and have some success as well.
1: I mean, what what was what was it the um, the bubble season when the Sens had a again like a terrible start and then they they took themselves out of it. But then if you looked at the record in the second half of that season, it was like wow, like if they had played anywhere. Near and even an ounce of that in the first half, that was p- potentially a playoff so team. if,
0: bro. That's I a wonder, lot of ifs, right? yeah, right. Yeah. I wonder if it's like in the first half, they're like, "All right, we're playing DJ Smith hockey. You're dumping it in. You're gonna grind out wins. You know, blah blah blah." And it just doesn't work. And then in the second half, they're like, "Oh well, we're not in it anyways. We may as well play a little bit more loosey goosey. <laughs> play how we want." And then they win games. Yeah. So that could be totally it.
2: I and one last thing to be, uh,
0: I want to talk about with the Sens, or I guess two players, is um, I think currently, I know it's maybe not everyone agrees with, I think Jake Sanderson's top three Calder voting, if you were to vote right now, I think he logs huge minutes for a rookie defenseman. He has like, still like top four, five, if not three points in uh, as a rookie. Because um, I think Mapaniers is first, and I think Sanderson second or third, because he's like ten assists and a goal or something like that.
2: Yeah, but there's just that one caveat with age. Because right now he's the, twenty. No, no. With front runner for me, just based off rookie status, is Logan Thompson.
0: No, I'm I'm just saying like he's yeah. he's if you were to vote today, I think three. That's what I'm thinking, and so I think it's pretty like. I'm really happy with that. And I said, like, I th- I could see Sanderson stepping in and have an immediate impact, like, be Ottawa's best defenseman. I didn't say this year, but I feel like that's a conversation you could have, like I said. It's
2: going to be hard to keep up, though. Like, if this is the, as a defenseman, it's hard to do that over a full season in general. I know, so, and like, I, 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 I would expect him tests. to do this.
0: Well, like, the Calder have,
1: is tough, even if you deserve it. You know, like Michael Bunting, you still don't win.
0: The man's <laughs> going to be, like, <laughs> retired in two years.
2: Yeah, he's gonna be retired after he falls into the
0: boards again and like hurts himself.
2: For me, it's for me it's Matt Beneers and then, and then Thompson and, and then uh, Sanderson. Yeah, but I'm happy like having a
0: else. rookie that's been like that good. Like in my mm. opinion, like it, those three guys, I think I'm not gonna say neck and neck, but at each position, by far, the best rookie.
2: Shane Wright's gonna be the AHL rookie of the year.
0: <laughs> yes, and then last <laughs> thing, sorry. Um, I said this to Sufi last year. Uh, I didn't think it'd be necessarily going this well, and hopefully he keeps it up. Brady Kachuk <laughs> is so good, man. Like his, like for a big guy, like who doesn't like he's not a phenomenal skater by any means. Like we, he's surrounded by good skaters, which is good. But like he's so strong and like loves kind of being around the net, not even necessarily in front of that, but like behind the net. He's really good at using his big frame and like his strong body um to like protect the puck and find guys in front or make cross seam passes like and he's really good at like one touching pass across seam to, to brink it or whoever it may be um but yeah just man like he's like I'm not gonna say I didn't expect him to take a step but like he just keeps getting better and better and like it, it shows like why he should be the captain he's like throwing hits like Sanderson gets hit in the boards he's getting in a fight and he doesn't have to as much this year because Kastelik can do that too or Watson and he'll he's probably lose it. No, I know. But I'm just saying like he, he, is he's only, he hasn't well. fought very much this year and Good. he's so been scoring the goal like been scoring goals when we need it. Like he scored in the past two games he didn't score a bit before that but like games that like really mattered he shows up and um yeah, just, like, I couldn't ask for more out of a captain, I'm not going to lie. Like, in my opinion, easily the Sens' most viable player this year so far.
1: Yeah, he is. Uh, yeah, he's, I mean,
0: he, is he,
2: for sure.
1: He's a good captain. I'll give him, uh, yeah, he is a good captain.
2: I'm happy he doesn't have to fight as much anymore.
0: And he doesn't like, lose his uh, shit like Matthew, Yeah, in my opinion. Like, he, he, he yeah. gets, like, frustrated yeah. and, like, protects people, but he's not, like, he, he doesn't does do dumb shit.
1: He's
2: effective he at what he does. But it not as, like, egregious as Matthew.
0: But, like, I've watched, and sure, I'm biased, but I wa- I've i watched probably, like, 90% of his career games as a senator, and he really doesn't do that much dumb stuff. I think people, He's as a, a kachuk, stuff. like, think, like, oh, Matthew does all this stupid stuff, like, Brady runs around. No, no, yeah, no. he does kind of run around, but he does it less now, and it's more like calculus. Like, yeah, he throws hits, but it's like, as a captain now, he, like does it a lot of stuff more intentionally well, throwing hits is
2: expected no yeah. i do i wouldn't i wouldn't say he does dumb stuff like while the play yeah. is happening most of his dumb stuff is like in between whistles which is kind of just i like say he doesn't even do that, that much anymore that, 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 does he does though that's not he does do and but the thing is he doesn't it doesn't result in like penalties or anything which is good compared to his brother which usually does result in penalties and Marshawn. I can't think of too many
1: like Brady Kachuk dumb moments between whistles this year. I don't no, know.
2: But I'm saying it doesn't because they don't result in anything. So yeah, I guess so. But I think it was
0: also moves. before he was captain. Like Since he's been captain, it is a lot
2: less of that uh, stuff. I don't know. I've seen it. No, yeah, but, it. No, but yeah, you're, 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 you're protecting he He's also one, be one of the subjective. biggest guys on I'm not, your team. I'm not dissing him, bro. He's one of the, the biggest, toughest guys, and yeah.
0: he's good. So he can, like, if he's chirping you. And they're like, you're shit. It's like, well, I'm, That's just I'm part not part
2: of his game, bro. He's not. I don't even expect him to change. I don't think he needs to change it. You shouldn't change that. He probably does it the right amount. Yeah. That's so all I'm,
0: saying. I, I, I'm just like, you know, like I was like kind of too young to appreciate Alfredson. Like, and he was probably like, you could argue like one of the best captains in recent history.
1: The best, probably.
0: And I'm just saying, like, I I'm really appreciative having like. Because I had Spets and Carlson, and like they're both really skilled players, but like just this is a whole different kind of captain, in my opinion. It's
1: funny how you're the Die Hard sense fan here, and you never got to really see Alfie. But I've grown up with Alfie. Yeah, <laughs> I've seen Alfie same. at his best, and I've seen him like, wow. That's
2: um, what, that's yeah, when I started watching. Well, him. that's why so Carlson's really my guy. Like,
0: yeah. oh, he was so good. Yeah, it no, no
1: captain. So still is good. No captain um, comes as close to like the Alfie Sandine to me. Like, I've I've never. The captains are captains, whatever, but like when you, when, oh, for me growing,
2: me. huh? Well, and Crosby, I think, have been good captains throughout their career.
1: No, 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 I'm not saying yeah. a lot of players are great captains, um, but I in I, I careers, think
0: so like if yeah, yeah, we like, go uh, of
2: that this era, though, yeah, yeah. if yeah.
0: Kachuk, like, I'm not gonna say is a lifetime center, but like, say for like 12, 13 plus years,
2: at least till the duration of his contract, sure, 29.
0: You know, that that could be, I, I would say pretty confidently, the. Second best captain in Zen's history.
1: Yeah, he would definitely if I mean, he if
2: he really they've been around since ninety two. So yeah, <laughs> if he
1: stay if he stays if he stays um, for as long or comes close yeah. to like the Alfie length he, duration. he does
0: yeah. like not necessarily the same ways Alfie, Alfie, and that's not what we're asking of him. But like, he'll lead your team in like hits, shots. He'll probably lead your team in points this year. Like, like man, like I'm I'm just. So, you know, I'm loving
1: it. so you, were, you yeah, you said you didn't really grow with Alfie, but like if you, if you look at the Alfie years, I watched years, enough, but it wasn't but like, like not the even same. if you look if you if you look at the Alfie years and not even just his play and stuff, but just how Ottawa was receptive to it, like Ottawa's reaction to him was all like you went to a game and you heard his name and it was like insane in that stadium, like home opener. Alfie's introduced it's insane in that state like it's crazy the noise level difference between even Espetza Heatley whoever being introduced and then Alfie gets introduced and everyone just goes mad right so that level of like respect that a captain has got is Kachuk gonna get there like Auto, I feel like Ottawa's a team that shows a lot of respect to their captains um, Ottawa was a city sorry not a team a city that shows a lot of respect to their captains even that game last year Kachuk started injured um, it was Sens his Leafs game and he was in the building um, and he was it was right after he signed his contract like the day after um, showed, they showed him on the screen, and you know the stadium kind of erupted. So, uh, it is a team that really values their captains. Um, let's see if Kachuk gets that kind of respect that Alfie uh, retired with. I think Ottawa's
0: been lucky with some of the captains they got. Like, I'm not saying like, I don't know, like Boone Jenner isn't like a good captain, but like we've had players that literally give you a bit of everything that you could want in the game. Like Alfie was in the corners, like he, and then he was like amazing with the media. He was like did tons of charity stuff. He scored a huge goal like a hundred point player. Like it was yeah, I don't know. Like I'm I'm just very content. Cause he, he Kachuk's never been my favorite player on the sense. Like you may be surprised, but like I I've been a a Norris guy, a Batherson guy, um Shabbat for a while. Like Sanderson probably now. Um but like at this point, it's like, how do you not love this guy as a fan? Or if, like, if you were just watch hockey in general, this is probably one of the more exciting players to watch, just because yeah. he's there's always See, he's doing, doing something, but in a different way. A I'm not saying between, I'm not saying he's better, like more exciting than McDavid or anything. But no, no, it's, it's a different kind of like fun hockey. Yeah, player to watch.
1: He's a fun. He's the difference between him. Um the thing is if he's on your t- Kachuk's the kind of guy is captain or not he, he's on your team you love him if he's not on your team you hate him
2: right to an extent, to an extent yeah, anyway. he right? isn't as much of a pest. pest
1: he's not as much of a pest, he's he's a a pest. Of a pest but I mean I, he's gotten less of that actually with captains he's kind of changed him a little bit but um, he's not he, he's not always been like the most loved by other teams in terms of like yeah, fans and right. stuff right I think it's a Kachuk
0: thing k- it's a Kachuk thing
1: yeah yeah so I mean, as a, a, I can I can look at him and be like, hey, the guy's like, he's playing well, he's showing he's a good captain, all that kind of stuff. But, you know, sometimes we'll just like do something. I'll be like, oh, kachuk. <laughs> huge
2: hit on someone or whatever. Well, just like, oh. no, a hit is fine. If you show,
1: throw a huge hit, it's a legal hit. Like, good for you. Like, go ahead and do that. If it's when you do the other weird stuff, and I'm just
0: like, oh. Weird stuff like what?
1: Like you know when he does when he when he when he has his Matthew moments. Which happened here? I feel and there. like
0: he doesn't though.
1: Uh, I guess not. Like name much.
0: a moment that you were like, "Oh, Brady Chuck, what the hell was that?" Know. I can't even do that with. Because I Matthew can't either. do that.
2: And I've watched yeah. so I many games. With but like, it's
0: flipping a, a pocket, him. Jake Muzzin after the play. Oh, the I The went uh, Jumping uh, yeah, yeah, on Jack Campbell. Ones
1: yeah, the eye went right. most. There's been multiple. With actually, the you know what? Here's what I'll say. I can't. I can't think of one. One in recent memory for Khabib to He's not as much of an idiot as his brother. Yeah.
2: Which is because, you know, sometimes Brady looks like he's, there's not much going on up there. but <laughs> Hey, hockey's <laughs> going on up there. That's what matters. He's staring at the stars, oh. and I guess he's just thinking of greatness or something. But, yeah, I mean, he doesn't really do that much dumb stuff. No, nah, he's like he's all right. he's Anyways, good. Anyways, a lot of Ottawa talk here.
1: A lot of Ottawa talk. I, I, I o- always try to get some Ottawa talk. Here. Some? some? Bro, we're 20 minutes. <laughs> Bro, it's been like half an hour of Ottawa talk today.
0: All, right, all right, right. right.
2: 4-1, John Carlson, let's go.
0: Uh, so, we'll play a game right now, and then we'll talk about the NHL in general. Uh, we'll go over, you know, like, uh, how New Jersey's been doing. Um, John Carlson, baby. We can talk about John Carlson if we want, but... Oh,
2: I have one thing. You know who is playing way more than I thought they should? Or not should. Way more than I think, like, people know. Like, everyone talks about Thomas Shabbat getting way too much ice time and stuff like that. And he's... His average this year, because I was doing this for the All-Star teams, I was just looking through, uh, I have average ice time as one of the stats, and Shabai was like 25-3 or something. Kale McCarr is playing exactly 27 minutes a game, hmm. which is obscene. Like, that is more than like Drew Doughty's peak, where he just didn't come off the ice.
1: Yeah, that's pretty insane.
2: And he's like... Still 27 minutes performing. a night is... Uh, that's
1: insane. It doesn't seem like it's a good strategy.
2: And it still is with him. He's going to wear him out.
1: That's what I mean. But they,
2: like, I'm not saying they don't
1: need.
0: Yeah, I was going to (laughs) say they have, like, I don't know why why they need Gerard when he's healthy, like, Boehm Byram. And I feel like it's the same thing, like, with Shabbat. Like, no, obviously, Colorado's defense is a lot better. But I'm saying, like, they trust him the most. Like, that's your guy, quote unquote. So you're like, why wouldn't I put him out as much as I could? Like, if you could play LeBron James. Every minute of a, hockey or a, of a like, basketball game, why would you want to play Conor McDavid David as much as you
2: could? The difference between him and Shabbat, I mean, there's a lot, but like the the inherent thing is that Shabbat shouldn't be on like a top penalty kill. Oh, he doesn't play penalty kill. But that's what I'm saying. Kill McCart is on the top penalty kill, and he should be on the top penalty kill. So obviously he's going to play like a, sh- like a ton more minutes. I tried to bleep myself there. Oh, imagine if Shabbat uh,
0: played penalty kill with Ottawa's penalty yeah. taking. He'd play like 39 minutes a game.
2: they would be letting a lot more goals. Kill. But... He can do that and then uh, he's obviously gonna play like almost the entire power play as well. So I don't know. I don't know how they're gonna reduce his ice time. Like there's almost a player you don't want to take off the ice at all. Like that's why McDavid plays twenty three minutes a game as a forward, but I don't know. It's interesting to see if that goes down at all. All right, Evan, what's that game? Well, Sufi
0: had brought up this game to me. Uh, picking a stat over a certain period of time, and the other two people in the panel have to uh, figure out as a collective, or if they want individually, going back and forth, All whatever it may be. Well. And you have to tell me, for this one, so we, we said we could do goals, assists, over the past 10 years, 5 years, 3 years. Um, so I went with, including this season, as the third, over the past 3 seasons, so this one and the past 2, tell me the top 10 players with the most power play points. Like your mom? She
2: watches
0: it. I don't know why I said that. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> can we get this out? <laughs> I was literally debating on saying that. Too. Okay, if she
2: doesn't watch it, it's fine. Um <laughs> I can name like two very easily. McDavid Dreysidal.
0: Whoa, whoa, whoa. You're not gonna discuss with your partner? Are we doing uh what do
1: so you said top ten, right? Yeah, we're mm-hmm. together. McDavid Dreisidal. Yeah. Uh,
2: I want Tell see. us the ranks though when we say them. Okay, yeah, one, two. One, two. I want to say Mitch Marner
1: is
0: in there. I need a collective answer. Yeah. Yeah, right? Marner. Wait, should we do it? Hypothetically, if you got it wrong, should we do a strike system in it and I tell you?
2: I'll say five strikes. Five Six. strikes. Okay. All right, that's your first strike. Okay, Dang. There. Okay, wait, hold on. Uh, three years. I Patrick think... Kane. That's your second
0: strike.
2: Yeah, I wasn't gonna say that, man. He didn't say no. He didn't. He, he oh, wasn't a collector. Yeah,
0: you, you said it with yeah. with chest. Yeah. I didn't say it. Uh Power play. Okay, I want to say. Do you want a hint? I, wanna, like, no, wait, no, I was no. just gonna say I want, game was twelve. Oh,
1: I, want say, I want to say. I wanted. I'm not. I'm not saying this. I'm discussing with him first. But <laughs> I, I want to say JT Miller. I don't want to say JT Miller. Okay.
2: okay I don't I don't say say JT Miller. No right now. No right now. No right uh, <laughs> now. No. No Cavs players on this. Uh, no Pittsburgh players on this. Because I think, ah, uh, maybe. Are we gonna are we gonna see Kilo McCarr? I'm more inclined to say McKinnon. going to see McKinnon. McKinnon to third strike. McKinnon's eleven. Oh no, hell no! Way.
0: I want to. I also, I also kind tell of- tell us what you think in the comments, pull up. I
1: also kind of want to see uh, say John Torres, but we won't see that. No, no. <laughs> so
2: you think Marner's not on there, but Tavares would be? <laughs> this shouldn't have been hard. How about, how about Hishi? Huh? Uh, <laughs> is that serious? Yes? No. How about, a joke? No, no, wait, wait. None of the New Jersey players are on here. Um. Not no, no, no Islanders. Oh, I'm oh. I'm so you just breathed
0: into New York Rangers.
2: There. Rangers. They only score on power plays. Panarin. Panarin. It's a collective answer? Yes. yes. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> Oh, is that who he's number is?
0: six. So we've got three oh, of the ten, four of the ten. You have McDavid, Dreisaitl, uh, and Panarin. Panarin. Okay, so we need seven more. Because you got three straight.
2: wrong. And we McKinnon. Let's do, let's do more strikes for the first one. Let's say seven. Um, well, we'll see how quickly. Uh, we I don't think any of the Dallas players are on there because they score a lot of even strength goals. What think? Huberto. Florida's power play was insane.
1: Yeah, let's do Huberto. Kubrav. That is correct. Number seven.
2: Yeah.
1: Do you want to say any uh, any NFL players? I don't know. Oh, Tampa. Of course, Kucherov or Stamkos. Could also. Uh, uh, I want to say Stamkos, but because Kucherov. I want Manko to say way. Hedman. Hedman, I was thinking too, but I don't know. I feel like Stamkos scores a lot on that bumper.
2: Or Kucherov, but Kucherov got injured. Kucherov got injured though. I would say Stamkos. Let's say Stamkos. Stamkos. It's number nine okay oh Ooh. geez i wonder do you think headman's also i on think headman's on there should we see it
1: okay okay headman it's number eight on oh,
2: fire <laughs> all right uh okay so no lease players on this so you only tell scary. me what
0: positions you're missing uh
2: yeah yeah like, yeah, sure. yeah you're missing three four
0: five
2: Jeez. and then ten maybe crosby's on here i don't know do, do we save a card? McCart- well, I said that we should say, I said,
1: uh, I said, do you want to say McCar but you said you want to say that right? Oh, no. Did we see McCar No, didn't. we did uh, You said you didn't want to say that yet. You said you wanted to say McKinnon instead, and McKinnon was 11th. Uh, would McCar have more than McKinnon in power play points? Could I mean, I'm, he's out there, I'm guessing, as much as McKinnon. He's out there more than McKinnon. More than McKinnon, so. Okay. Okay, we'll say Makar.
0: That's four.
2: Oh. Four. holy
0: moly. Um,
2: okay. Good job. You got one, I got one. Uh, good draw. Yeah, fine, good draw. That's wrong.
1: Damn, Damn it, knew it.
0: Oh. Well, that's four sets. we have one more. You do. No and more you runs. have one, two, three to get.
2: We only have three to get.
0: Yeah, you have McDavid drive cycle. McCarr, Panarin, Huberto, Hedman, Stamkos. Let's try JT Miller. You want to try? May as well. JT Miller. That's number five. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was so. When you said JT Miller, I was like, I would not have said that. But I mean, like, yeah, I guess. Yeah, that's right. Are all the Canadian teams out then?
1: Like. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not going to say Matthews because I don't think so.
2: And I don't. Maybe Matthew could chuck, though. Although if uh, Goudreau was on, How I about, how think about, so. um, uh, Thing? Or Wheeler. Wheeler-Shifley, no. No. No Winnipeg. Oh, Kyle Connor. Who's the other guy in
1: Florida? On.
2: Barkov? Barkov, Barkov. Uh, again, one strike left.
1: Barkov? You think so? If there probably was crazy, Huberto wasn't on there, right?
0: Huberto was, Huberto yeah. was on. Barkov maybe too? <sighs> I'm just missing. <sighs> oh, wait. Thing. You're missing two. what am I saying? I'm
2: number three and ten we can Oops. do work he could be 10. he could be 10. he could be 10. this is oh. we, we have one set this is over seasons it. how many how seasons about Bo- how about boston oh pastodak marshall they've both been injured at periods of time though last season on. too yeah last, last season past, was that was last year a full year yeah it was last season oh yeah yeah no they were
1: good
2: they were there i think no. last season but Was but in, in the short season which I assume this is what it's counting. Or is it?
1: It's counting this... Or is it
2: this season, last season, and the season before?
1: Caprizoff
2: mm-hmm. Kaprizov could be on there. Chiral? Yeah. I don't he know He had like 100-something points last year, didn't he? Yeah, so did Matthews, but he's not on there. Yeah, Matthews scored a lot even strength. Why Matthews be on here,
1: bro? <laughs> I don't think he's on That'd there. That'd be so funny. No, I don't think he's on there. I, don't...
2: I think is he is, with... bro.
0: You think he is? I have an inkling. That Matthews is on there. A little tingle in my wing. if you get it wrong, I'll tell you more or less the positions of the other two players. Is that fair? So okay. So out of our guesses of
1: Pasternak, Bergeron, Marshall, Kaprizov, Matthews, who do you want to go for then? Or Barkov. Or Barkov. Who do you want
2: to go for? I would go Matthews. Out of of those, I go Matthews.
0: Five, let's go Matthews. That's number. I don't know because it's wrong. (laughs) Where was he? Not near I the knew, top. I knew he was under. That's weird, you bro
2: yeah.
0: Do you I want me wondering. to give you a hint, or do you want? Do you think one of those was also right? And now
2: you know what. We'll, we'll, last two years, Pasternak didn't have that many points last year. You want to see Markov? All if we're we're looking, we're looking at three Well, three or ten. I think Markov could be ten. Who the hell's three? Your mom. couldn't <laughs>
1: This I point? don't know. <laughs> yeah, who is three after Bryce and McDavid? Who had the most power play points? There must be someone obvious we're not thinking of right now. I'm going to yeah. use my head. Let's think uh, Carolina. Carolina power play.
0: So, so, yeah, you have two left. Maybe Aho, you have four strikes. I no. You used all five strikes. Allegedly. But, hey, maybe one of it's those was Ovechkin.
2: right. I don't know. It's not Ovechkin, it's not Kuznetsov. It's no one on the caps. Maybe John Carlson. Nah, no, nah, I don't think so. Probably not.
1: Not in the top ten. Or Yossi.
2: Yeah, I did think about Nashville year, for a second, yeah. But then he didn't do anything the year before. So Yeah. Saint Louis, no one. Bozak. Adam Fox. He ran that power play. My mind does
1: my mind doesn't go to Adam Fox, so if you want to I'll 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 trust
0: you on that if you think so.
2: It's either him or Bergeron I'm going for.
0: <laughs> I think it's funny because you're like Matthew Chuck, Barkov, all these, like, you name like 10 people, and Actually, now you're no, going we, other people. Do you want to say too? Barkov? Should we just say Barkov? No, uh, no, no, no. I'm not saying, like, uh, I just thought it was funny. I'm not saying, like, you, say one of those is right or wrong.
2: Say Bergeron. Bergeron. No. Adam Fox. It's number 10.
1: Okay, if Adam Fox is number 10. Oh. Jersey oh, number, um, number three.
0: Barkov. Barkov. No. Yeah, that wouldn't make any sense, though. He wouldn't have more than Hubert. <laughs> that, w- that wouldn't make sense after I. Guessed no, I it. said it. And I was like, wait. <laughs> is it
1: like Nugent Hopkins? <laughs> <laughs> Who
2: the hell? Kopitar? Like what? Is it <laughs> Nugent Hopkins? No. <laughs> no. Give, me, give, give us conference. Like we're. No. Ugh.
0: You've been on the right. You haven't said their name, but you've been on the right track, sort of, of at one point.
2: Or something like what Dallas? No, I can't like tell Idaho? you. Aho? No. It so wouldn't be pa-
1: Pavelski, right? I can
0: give you a like kind of hint. Pavelski? Like I could tell you if they're from North America or not. If that would help? Sure. They're not from North America.
2: Rasmus Sandin. Like, <laughs> oh, they're they're like. They're not Canadian or American. Oh, okay, European. Okay. Or Kazakhstanian. Ristolide. No. <laughs> Lindholm. No. Third. No.
1: It won't. There's no. It won't be like. It will. Nah. No, never mind. No. Good talk.
2: Bro, European. <laughs> like who? <laughs> Lars Eller. What's happening?
1: Okay, give us conference. Western or Eastern?
2: Hmm. It shouldn't be as hard as it is. Sure it shouldn't. I just gave you a big hint, Pasternak? though. Pasternak. I guess?
0: Yeah, I mean, I mean I sure, to, yeah, Pasternak. You know, your forty-seventh strike, Pasternak. Wrong. No, oh. don't, don't tell us. Okay, don't us. tell.
1: Um, who could this be, man?
2: It should be like Thomas Chabot or something? Or just like. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what I what I said. That I want mind. That's what I think you might <laughs> have Thomas Chabot. <laughs> yeah, Ottawa's
0: top six is all from North no America. No one on the Devils. Well, wow, Ottawa t- actually Ottawa has a lot of American players. No one on the Devils. Should we talk no about Ottawa Vegas? again?
1: Who's on the Vegas power play? <laughs> well, who was last season without Ico? Their
2: power play last year wasn't good. Their team last year wasn't good. Buffalo Sabres Who's on the Sabres years? power play. No one, no one. Buffalo Sabres, their power play is still bad. Mm. <laughs> Even though they they have one of the best players in the league apparently.
1: A European I'm trying to, I'm just wondering if this European player is a defenseman or a forward.
2: Defenseman at 3 we would have known. Yeah. It's literally only Yossi that would be have a chance and he didn't do anything the year before last year. And he's exactly. not doing that well this year. Do
0: you want me to tell you the numbers?
1: Do we think do we think it's William Nelander?
0: No. Do you want do you want to hear the numbers? Maybe that would help. Sure. So one two is McDavid Dreisaitl. McDavid has a hundred, Dreisaitl is eighty nine.
1: Wait, 100 on the power play? No, what What's yeah. 100 points on the power play? Yeah. The
0: last three years. Including oh, okay. this one, though, okay. so it's not three okay. full seasons. Okay, yeah. Um, then four would be 69 points. How much does the third guy have? I'll tell you after.
2: Kucherov. Wait
0: a second.
2: Thank Actually,
1: that's me. the only one who I could can be I'm telling you
0: something, guys. Kucherov.
1: Kucherov, we'll just get List, Kucherov.
0: Listen. Well, let's guess Five Kucherov first. Five is... 68, then 67, 67, 66, 63, and 63 at 10 as well. It's got to be Kucherov. You're missing someone with 73, and it's not Nikita Kucherov.
1: William Nylander. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Do you want to just guess it for the sake no, no, of getting to. it out of the way? No. Is that a group answer? Find us to it. Yeah.
2: No. Okay. Matt Zuccarello, Like I don't know. Joel Eriksson-Eck.
1: What team are we looking over?
2: We have gone through every We went over Boston, team, we I think. And by our luck, this is not going to be on a good team. Or Sorry, Patrick Liney. is going to be on a good team. Patrick Leidy. No, he's been <laughs> injured. Mm. No. No. I refuse to believe this is true. Three. I pa- probably looked at this list in the last, like, year. Backstrom? No. Uh,
0: I'll tell you this. It, like... Maybe it's, like, a little surprising, but it does, like,
2: check out. Patrick lighting. What the hell does that mean? Uh, Like... Uh, I get it. Yeah. But I don't. Rantanen? Is that your group answer? Rantanen. Sure.
0: Yeah, that's right. Oh. <laughs> So he played more <laughs> games than probably the other two. He played more than McKinnon for sure. I think, I think did. Him, and Rantan or him and
1: McCarr were on the same McCarr, did We ended up guessing McCarr, did, right? You did. Okay. You
0: did. Yeah. yeah, so it was McDavid, Drysidel, Ranton and McCarr, Miller, Panarin, Huberdo, Hedman, Stamkos, and Fox. And then the three after were McKinnon, Kane, and Hughes. Quinton.
2: Damn. All right, let's. Uh like an hour in, though.
0: Uh, so yeah, we have a head-to-head now, okay. and so classic head-to-head. Oh my gosh, so amazing. Uh, so I have been watching, you know, some games lately, and so someone who is has been recently good, or more recent, and then someone who has been good for, I'd say, a pretty long time, and is actually like, in my opinion, quite underrated for like an elite scorer so my question is I feel like I know what Sufi would go who would you rather have on your team Mark Shifley or Nick Suzuki right now right now
1: we know who Suf- Sufi's going for
0: Tage Thompson <laughs> who wouldn't want Tage Thompson yeah. on
2: their team honestly
0: guy's a highlight reel
2: Shadow out to Oz this is controversial because of the Jake Evans hit how <laughs> that's the only <laughs> reason I don't like Mark Shifley <laughs> I mean, I'm going to say Suzuki right now because they're kind of at a similar level and he's younger. So that's my justification. And I don't know. Like, they're. (sighs) You made this very difficult because they're kind of the exact same point right now. It's just for me, Shifley isn't heading downwards. He's kind of just like. This is like a straight line of consistency where I think Suzuki is like as the team is becoming okay around him, he's, like, succeeding more, and he's kind of running everything offensively. He's playing good defensively. So, for me, he's trending in the right direction, and he's trending more upwards than Shifley.
1: I've never been a massive Shifley fan.
2: Not what I asked. (laughs) Um, But for me, also, the better player right now is Suzuki.
0: Yeah, I, I mean... Oh, it's a lot of good dead air.
2: I can go if you want.
1: I'm gonna go Suzuki as well.
2: Oh, I know he's gonna go Shifley. He likes Shifley. I like have never he been. He doesn't swear. <laughs> yeah, but he's
1: he, he he hits people's head instead. Oh my yeah. gosh, he's competitive, guys.
2: <laughs> he does look like a bit of a loose cannon. I know not No
1: one's gonna agree with me when I say this. No one's gonna agree with me.
0: Do we get to beat you up if we don't?
1: But I always found him overrated.
0: Shifley? Yes. I thought he was underrated. This guy was like... I don't
2: think he's... I think he's just rated. I disagree.
0: I think he's underrated in the point where like... I think I saw a stat like last year. He was like top 10 to like 15 and scoring over the past like three seasons before that because the guy had like 90 points like three years in a row or something close to it. And like no one else was like really doing that other than like the obvious names. And so it was, like, I don't know. I thought I was always thought people looked over Winnipeg in general. Um, and then, yeah, like, all, all the media was, like, oh, my gosh, Patrick Lainey. Um that And I think more recently, game. it's, like, I don't know. I just feel like he doesn't That's get true. the same sort of credit. Like, people know he's good. But I feel like if he went to, like, the Rangers, for example, people would be, like, oh, my gosh, he's
2: sick. I need to know what Shifley is actually doing.
0: I think this season he's off to a bit of a slow start. Like, he's scored – a few goals like um, in succession and then uh, but Winnipeg's been pretty good overall well, first Scheifele line this center season,
1: what, what's Shaifley doing this season
0: so here's the stack comparison that I'm
2: going to give you right now and then if Mike it's slightly Schifles.
0: in, in the Suzuki's favor
2: I I wish it was slightly because then this would be a much tougher debate uh, so Shafley's leading in one category shots Woo-hoo. Uh, 55 to 46 uh, blocks Suzuki eleven to seven uh, goals, eleven goals for Shifley, twelve for Suzuki. Uh, assists for Shifley four.
0: He has one tonight.
2: I think he has two tonight. Six. Uh, Suzuki has twelve. So points are seventeen to twenty-four. Power play points six to three as well.
0: Uh, I just like to interrupt quickly. It's eight minutes. <laughs> Left in the second period in the Kraken Kings game, and it's 7-5.
2: Oh. Goaltending clinic. Is Grubauer playing? No, <laughs> Martin Jones. Hello.
0: <laughs> wow. Anyways, uh, we can continue with that.
2: What's Benier saying? Two goals, plus three. Solid. Well, I guess uh, Oh, actually,
0: Shifley had an assist, a goal, an assist. He had two, a goal and two assists tonight.
2: And yet, yeah, he is still far behind.
1: I guess Suzuki wins this one. And...
0: and
2: as a defense, as like a whole, all around player, Suzuki's better. Here's my thing.
0: I'm gonna say Mark Scheifele because uh, no. because because Suzuki is <laughs> shut up <laughs> is, he was good last year, and I, I watched him live recently. He was phenomenal. He's been great. But there's no expectations for this Montreal team. They're evidently the first line. They're running them. All the time, they're probably out there for like majority of the power play. They're getting like every chance they can get. So if you're waiting going off an, of points, I'm waiting
2: for an argument against Suzuki here.
0: So if you're going off of points, then he's getting tons of opportunity because he's one of the two or three guys on the team that's meant to score. So
2: it's a weird argument, bro.
0: Like,
2: but if you're if your
0: argument to me was Suzuki has more points. And Suzuki, Shifley has more shots. That
2: would that would make more sense if they were close in points. He has six more points, and he's better defensively.
0: Yeah. Okay. But in ten games, that gap could be even.
2: Now. Yeah. Well, we're not predicting the future here. We're predicting what's already happening. No,
0: I know, but I'm saying you're talking about like Shifley doesn't have the capabilities okay, to we'll do that, doing.
2: and Suzuki does. Okay, but my 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 point is, even if Shifley scores more points uh, to catch up to him even if they had the same amount of points, I would still go Suzuki because overall he's being the better player this year in terms of like every facet of the game. VS Shifley not being th- that way. Like right now, comparatively, like even Dubois is playing a significant role on that team uh, comparatively to Shifley. Like I, I, don't, I don't think that uh, he necessarily has to be the best player, but where Suzuki has to be the best player on that team and he is the best player on that team. So... But he and yes, you're like who else is it gonna be? But <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, like he could very easily be playing all those minutes and not producing, and that's not the case. So it's not like Shifley is like I, we could look at their time on ice, and I, I would say that Shifley is probably around the same as Suzuki.
0: I, w- I would agree, but then you're also like. You could go the route of, okay, one of them is on a winning team as their, like, first-line center as well. Like, yeah, if you're going off paper, sure, whatever. But people always talk about, like, someone who's been on a competitive team and is one of the reasons for being on a competitive team. Like, Nick Suzuki had the the one ridiculous run that made no sense to nobody. Um, But, like... But what?
2: No, like... What?
0: I'm saying, okay, Nick Suzuki is on a not-very-good team, correct? Okay. Okay. Shaffley is on a pretty solid team.
2: A team that's doing good right
0: now. And so. a team that has had success over the past like 5 years, let's call it. But or success we, enough like but it made saying,
2: playoffs. We're saying who do you right now. I know, right now. and
0: I personally if neither of them are trending downwards, would prefer the player with experience and who has reached like a 90 point plateau multiple One times is before. Trending
2: upwards and I'm not, I'm whole, not saying the whole, for their whole career. The whole, but the whole team argument is kind of obsolete considering Suzuki's been in the league for like three years and he doesn't really have a say in what the team is around him. Like, Shifley kind of came into a, a team that was already what it is now pretty much, and it's been the same the whole time. So Suzuki, if he continues the same way that he's going right now, trending upwards, and Montreal's picks pan out the way that they're panning out right now, like, I can say the same for him in, in three years. But the argument is just like it's hard to do for someone that hasn't had the chance to play on a good team yet. but
0: my point being you're saying your hypothetical was if suzuki keeps going the direction he's going which is totally possible but shifley has reached the direction in my opinion and you know every season what you're going to get from
2: but that's the thing suzuki's already doing it on a bad team so why like uh, for me there's no reason for him to slow down as the team gets better why would, why David would, why? Clarkson
0: went to a better team and did worse. Those are... <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: okay. Yeah, no, like, uh, the, 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 if he's going to be continue being the first-line center of a, of a developing team, like, and he's already playing at the level that he has, it's only going to go mm-hmm. off from here unless he magically stops playing good.
0: I think I just, like, value the experience and, like, the consistency, I guess. Like, well, I think that's that's always been kind of how I...
2: Yeah, perceive
0: well, things like uh, like there's some people like I know I'm like oh my gosh Jake Sanderson he's played eight games um, but like I don't know it's t- when it's close for me I often lean towards the guy who has a bit more experience with, especially so. in this situation where Shifley's not necessarily getting worse like but he's the, at his peak. Still. But who would he, you? you he,
2: he isn't performing. As if well you're performing, so if reality, you're looking, he's dropped off and play a little bit. If but if his
0: team's but, doing yeah. better. But see, which could be he may be playing better defensively or he's but he like isn't though.
2: But if you're looking Get the at the
0: receipts, Jay Fresh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> if you're looking at two players who are performing, let's say, pretty close to each other in the last year, two years, whatever it is, why would you not want to go? I would for not that?
0: say they perform similarly. What's Suzuki's career high? Like sixty oh, points? Yeah, it's sixty-one. S- but again, like, yeah, but I'm saying like is probably like ninety-two.
1: Yeah, yeah, but I'm saying in the mm. last two seasons, their performance together, right? We're looking, we're talking about the player right now.
0: But okay, you, then. You could use the thing that we talked about earlier. I like, guess yeah, Stutzel and Jack Hughes aren't on the same level right now. But I could say, oh well, Stutzel's uh, going in that positive direction. Like, that, I think that I think looks
2: even worse for you now, though. I don't
0: care. <laughs> I, that's a past episode. This is now, where well, Shifley has gotten downward. to that level, and I think throughout an entire season. And
2: it's trending downwards.
0: What
1: was yeah. Shifley's first two seasons' heights? The season total high, like uh, points high. Forty like something. In his first two seasons, if we're talking about, okay, look at...
0: But you're also assuming that Nick Suzuki's going to reach that. Yeah, he's looking great right now in a 20-game sample size. Yeah. Uh, It's totally possible that he slows down. No, no, it is.
2: What's he he on pace for right now? He did do... He did this last year, and the only thing is, like... And he got 60 points! Yes, and we all know why that was the case. Do you not remember what happened in the last year? And you're just completely ignoring that. So, like, this argument was a loss for you from the start, because... You're going to pick the guy that has more But experience. there's been a
0: coaching change in Winnipeg, too. So you could say, like,
2: oh, well. What? No, but regardless, like you can't just ignore the fact that uh, Suzuki, first off, didn't have Caulfield because he was in the friggin' AHL because of the, their coach. And B, he was playing with a coach that was playing him with fourth liners. And then you magically switch the coach. You give him a friggin' player that hasn't ever even been a coach. And then he's point a game the rest of the season for 40 games plus. And he's only, like, 21, 22 and is now performing that exact same way this year. So, for me, the, the coaching change for him is more... It, it makes more sense, whereas uh, with Winnipeg, I mean, Shifley their, their their style of play entirely hasn't really changed that much. And it's pretty much the same. He's still getting deployed as much as he did before. Uh, he's still playing on the same lines as he did before. Like, there's not much that changed in that time. With St. Louis coming to Montreal, the entirety of Montreal pretty much changed. You brought a goal scorer to play with Suzuki. So this
0: is a coaching thing. So if St. Louis was on Winnipeg, Mark Shifley would be a 150-point player.
2: If St. Louis, <laughs> <laughs> Louis, Louis was on Montreal last year, the entire point season, player. Suzuki might have just been doing what he was doing for the last 40 games right now. But
0: you're also like, I think he could have had more success. He did
2: have more success. But you
0: don't know if it was like the full season, or even now, like Mark Shifley is still producing well, under a different coach. Probably everyone on that team isn't like, other than Josh Morrissey for some reason, like exploding with points. I think it's a team effort. And I think Shifley has been that guy before and still could end the season over point per game. And I'm thinking like, Suzuki's never done that before. So I think that so, a 40-game stint of being like a round point per game is great. Like, look how quick people change on people's opinion with Eric Carlson. People were literally like, is he even gonna play in a couple seasons? He's blah blah blah. Up, I'm just giving an example of a different player. Like people switch so quick. So he has a good start why did to a you season. Put this as the head to head, because I wanted to argue. That's the whole point. If it's a but good the, close one, then I
2: understand. But like your whole argument just makes it an entirely like I want one day for un- you to
0: switch sides. But I know you never it's will. A, it's
2: a, it's an entirely unforgiving debate because from the start we know that you're gonna pick the player. Like first off, you like Schleckley more regardless you're gonna uh, pick the, you're gonna, I don't know if I actually like him more you're gonna you're gonna pick the player with more experience if they're close so it was kind of just like it, this wasn't gonna change from the start I mean with Suzuki you know that he has not even steadily improved like he's had like big jumps in in, in how uh, how he's played over the course of uh, the last three years and there's been no sense of a downward trend for him so I especially in the last well,
0: it doesn't have to be downward. It could plateau.
2: Why would it plateau now when everything is going uh, in a positive direction for the team in general? Like, Montreal is supposed to be a bad team, and they're not doing as bad as, they're suppo- uh, as they were going to because of guys like Caulfield, Suzuki, and Doc. Hoffman. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, the fact that they're even dragging this team along as 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 much as they are shows way more to me than Shifley being the same as he was for the last five years, which is what Suzuki's at right now. So for that reason, I'm going Suzuki. And for that reason, I'm out. I'm out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I tried. I think I, I'd still lean and yeah. Watching Nick Suzuki play live, he's incredibly front, fun, fun to watch. Um, and I do think it's close. I think, yeah, like I said, I lean Shifley, um, but that's the thing. I'm always leaning. It is so close. Like, either of these guys, any team in the NHL would like to have them on their team. Um, I and I, I hate Mark Scheifele. Just after this argument. Yeah, literally. <laughs> so if any player that I have to argue against, I don't want him the team. <laughs> so if he just has, like, a list of players he hates, just coincidentally all the head-to-heads he didn't pick. <laughs> all right. Well, Omar, do you have anything to add? I feel like you haven't spoken in, like, 45 minutes. Because <laughs> Sophie and I were like yelling. Actually, Sophia, hi Sophia, uh, was saying, she's like, I don't like the heads very much. It's just you and Sophie's, selfie selfie? Sophie screaming
2: at each other for like half an hour. That's entertainment, Sophie. Get used to it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's true, actually, that's just happened today again. I
2: You're try like, my hardest. We're Skip Bayless and, and uh, yeah. the other guys. Stephen We're not that mm.
0: outlandish. Um,
2: can't yell like yeah, sure. Paul George out. is like the
0: best player in the NBA, but so what. <laughs> no comment. He sucks. All right. All right. Well, okay. I'm Evan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: I'm <sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like Nick Suzuki? Uh, he's, he's he's a good player. Do you like Shifley?
1: No. Okay. Why? That's <laughs> always that's all we, that's all we need to leave like, with Shifley? <laughs> I, just, I,
0: I don't... It was bad, bro. I don't care. I'm sure there's questionable Ovechkin hits in his career. Oh, 100. But he <laughs> like the thing is. It wasn't against the Canadians. He got suspended
2: for those. Shifley didn't get suspended for his. And yeah, he did, didn't he? Oh no, he did, and deservedly so. Anyone th- that th- then
0: your argument's done. He's a good person. No, no that, that
2: uh, was just, I like, just um, malicious hit. I just think
0: that if you're gonna choose, if between, you watch Sufi play sports, people would not like Sufi if this is the argument.
1: If I'm taking people. a, if I'm taking a guy on my people, team not right in a now, contact
0: sport per se. I don't do anything that bad. I agitate.
1: If I'm picking a guy on my team right now, I'm going the young guy who shows the potential to be even better than China. It's for one year though. Yeah, but he shows the I potential. Mean, he's, he's done it The
0: potential to go from a not great team and play pretty well because he's getting all the opportunities. Uh, a, uh, a cup contender.
2: he's just done the same for years and that's yeah. great. It's great. It's good, but, but Suzuki's already at that level.
1: Suzuki's a 21-whatever, 22-year-old guy who shows potential of being a potential,
0: I don't know. But not, I didn't ask for their career. Player. I asked right now, Omar. Yeah, and he's already You're I'll, talking I'll, like, you're like you're having like him plateau.
2: forever. He's at the level no, that Shifley played. I'm taking that.
0: him away after your 60 games of first-round exit. <laughs> <laughs> He starts making it personal. <laughs> <laughs> All right, end of this podcast, bro. All right. uh, well, I'm Evan.
2: I'm Sufyan. Omar.
0: And thanks for tuning in once again. You can, I'm sure you're listening to this. So check us out on Apple Podcasts, right. on Spotify, on YouTube. And uh, yeah, thanks for tuning in again. We really appreciate it. And uh, share it with your friend or Sufi's mom or I don't even know why I keep making <laughs> these jokes. Sufis. Where did that <laughs> even come it's from? It's a joke. I, I think I'm hilarious. <laughs> Sufis. Share with your own. friends or Sufis. <laughs> <both. laughs> Maybe your friends. I'm, I'm sending this
2: one to the brown community. Actually,
1: uh, follow us on TikTok. Uh, check out our Ian Mendes clips. Check out the Ian Mendes episode, episode 12, half an hour in. We got Ian Mendes. So please check that out. I
2: have a message Mark by, by the way. We'll see what happens. Sounds good. I'm Twitter cut as part. well.
0: Uh, Adam we'll, Farkin we'll, at Diehards. Please uh, come on our show, Mark. My thought. We'll see you on the Colin Greening episode. I'm sure you're watching. <laughs>
1: Colin Greening. Bye. Bye. And today was the Matt Celine episode, okay? I don't even remember the guy you said. Bye. Bye.